you are going to benefit the entire world no better than if you can stay in a in the state of appreciating beauty tasting what you love loving what you love you know listening to your favorite music uh, staying in in the most and just being happy Welcome to the Drew Perlman Show. Think of this podcast as the antidote to the fear, the noise, and the talking heads in the news. The show features an entertaining blend of ancient wisdom, empowering ideas, and cutting-edge, healthy living science to optimize your health and your life. Okay, let's dive in and get started. Today's guest on the show is Dr. Paul Jondi. Dr. Paul has four board certifications and was the first physician to be board certified as a diplomat in preventative medicine in New England. His other specialties include nutrition, internal medicine, and board certification as a medical consultant. He created 11 multidisciplinary health clinics employing over 200 doctors. Dr. Paul and his wife, Lynn, were invited to the White House years ago by President Ronald Reagan and his wife, Nancy, for their outstanding humanitarian contributions. He has retired from active practice, but continues to work as a consultant to over a thousand doctors and healthcare practitioners. His focus is on the newest natural health technologies personalized to the patient for the most precise, customized information as well as natural food supplementation. Dr. Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you, Drew. All right. And I just want to acknowledge you, uh, Drew. I mean, I'm sure that most of your audience knows some of your, if not most of your accomplishments, but I'm telling you, having your documentaries on the Gaia channel and the, your books, I mean, it is so impressive to me. And that's why I feel it's such an honor to be asked by you to do this. Oh. Well, that's wonderful, Dr. Paul. You know, I've known you for a number of years and you're one of the great healers that I've ever met. And, you know, I know, Dr. Paul, when I first went to see you and got to know you and learn from you a little bit, in your background, I know you've had some serious health challenges. Maybe just, Dr. Paul, start by talking about your background and how it brought you into the world of natural medicine and ultimately different, different forms of healing. But yeah, I um, was introduced to you know natural healing through natural doctors way back when I was a child and I was injured. And they kind of, um, a father and a son doctor actually, um, kind of told me or was inspired me to go into this field long before it became, uh, you know, decades before it became like a, now what they call functional medicine or integrative medicine or all these other words they use today. Um, I was deaf in one ear. I wore glasses for uh, decades. I haven't wore glasses now for decades. Um, my hearing is perfectly normal now. I had uh, advanced arthritis in every single joint of my spine. Um, and within six months, was completely rid of all the arthritis with x-ray proof. I had a brain tumor many decades ago, and they actually saw it disappear within 10 days with taking x-rays day by day, watching it disappear. Um, so that's just some of the you know personal things that I've had the 
experience to, let's say, experience myself on my own body. Anyway, um, at one point, these are just some case histories, you might say. I had a three-year-old boy with uh, brain cancer given three days to live. And 30 days later, they couldn't find any cancer. Hmm. Um, I'm actually reading a testimonial that was sent to me almost five years ago. It says, hello, Dr. Paul. My doctors are amazed. I was diagnosed with the most aggressive form of breast cancer. And my oncologist said that she never seen such perfect blood work. I'm off the charts compared to all her other patients. She calls me her miracle since I chose not to do chemo. She only did one consistent thing. Um, uh, and she just called me last week. Now, this is more than five years later, and uh, they have not ever been able to find any more cancer ever since. Yeah, yeah. And I know one of the big influences in your your career and in, in, well, in your work is is Dr. Hawkins and this book Power Versus Force, which is which is one of the most influential books I've ever read. And I know even in that book, he talks about spontaneous healing. And it's it's really interesting, Dr. Paul. I mean, there's so many areas we could go here, but it, for Dr. Hawkins, it seems as though it's really the shift happens in the mind that it seems as though we shift that, that you know, what what could ever allow someone to just sort of spontaneously heal? Like there's a, a cancer or a sickness or whatever one day and then the next day it's gone. And is that is that what you take away, Dr. Paul, from from Hawkins? Is that it's really a shift? Is it a shift of the energy, a shift of the attitude, a shift of the mind? What what do you see is happening when someone heals sort of spontaneously? Yes. And I believe that when you read that book, uh, many folks will have that cognition. It delves into all of those things. He talks about a um, he developed what's called a map of consciousness. And I would say, and according to this book also, that to the fastest way to raise consciousness is to read that book, number one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and don't, don't, um, don't be discouraged. He uses a lot of words that you may, you know, not everybody hears all the time. All you simply have to do is just look up those words. Most people won't do that, and then they can get lost after chapter two, even though the rest of the book is very simple. Anyway, I don't want to get off into the weeds there, but the fastest way is to read the book, even and we'll tell you that at the end. It's almost the equivalent of living five lifetimes by, by getting through the book. Um, but you do not have to get through the book to actually take away, which I believe is the most profound thing I'm going to mention. And one of the major reasons to get the book, but also to, you know, what I would do is maybe sharpen your pencils and write these couple of things down. Um, because learning how to do the thing I'm going to describe that's described in the book can be not only the most valuable thing you find out how to do. And it's so simple. I've even taught my grandchildren when they were only four or five years old. So. I've had even sometimes doctors say, oh, I don't think I can do this or whatever. Well, yeah, you can. <laughs> and it's so simple. I've taught people how to do it over the phone in five minutes. And then they have the aha. So I'm also putting that out there. Um, I want folks to feel free to get in contact with me. 
because the more people that know how to do this, I believe without a doubt, the faster we will uh, experience peace on earth. So to, to write down the name of this book and the name of the author, Dr. David Hawkins, H-A-W-K-I-N-S, if you look it up on the internet, it'll, <clears throat> it'll come right up. At one time, he had the largest psychiatric practice in the world, I believe. Um, and his two books that I recommend, the number one is Power VS, standing for verses, but it's Power VS, Force. And just to give you an example of where I'm going with this, um, on the back of the book, it says, imagine, what if you had access to a simple, yes or no answer to any question you wish to ask a demonstrable true answer any question think about it that's profound yeah and i have worked with it for decades it's obviously whenever you have a very difficult uh let's say decision to make you would want to use this you can find out the answer within seconds, but you can also use it on a very practical level. Just to give you a quick example, um, decades ago, way back before we had smartphones, we had these little flip phone things, which I didn't really you know, use that much. And I knew, and I couldn't find it. How many, how many times does that happen? I can't find your keys, your cell phone, whatever. And I'm in my office and I say to my wife, geez, I wonder where it is. Let's test it. Is it in the office here? No. No, maybe, and I realized I had my, I had a motorhome packing the, parked in our um, driveway, not our driveway, but where patients park. I said, is it in there? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, well, let's go out and look. So then I go out there and I still act like a normal human and start looking around. I can't find it. But I do find something I'm very excited about. I realized I had my Bose player in there I've been looking for for a while. I say, oh, okay, I want, don't want to forget that. So let me set that outside. Now I'm saying, I, I just realized, well, let's find out. Is it in the front? Is it in the back? All of a sudden, the test is saying, no, it's not in here. I'm going, wait a minute. How could that be? Wait a minute. What did I do? I set that Bose player out there. And lo and behold, went out, and the cell phone was stuck in the Bose player. <laughs> um, so it was like, oh, my God. There, the test is never wrong. Um, mm. But one of the things... I will highly recommend now, and people can look this up on the internet, anytime you do the test, which will be completely described of how to do it in the book, Power of Vs Force, and the other book I recommend called his other book, Truth Versus Falsehood, and How to Tell the Difference, which is the whole point of, of this, of why I wanted to do this. You, you know, Dr. Paul, would you mind just kind of I'm just imagining someone listening right now, and I know you taught this to your grandkids. Um, what, what, so, so someone listening, if they want to be able to ask a question and, and sort of find out the real truth of the matter, what, what, can they, what should they do? Could you, could you walk us through it a little bit of like what they would do? Yeah, I'll give you an example. Basically, the mechanism of this now, when you read Power Versus Force, the second chapter is gonna to start to talk about the real profound science which is, which is beyond, I mean, it's just absolutely proven beyond anything ever proven in science before um, in quantum physics. Well, forget about that. 
I mean, you don't need to know any of that. Like, you don't need to know how to how your car works to drive it or how your cell phone works. You just do it, you know. But what it is is anytime the body comes into connection with anything that would weaken it, like a poison, or what I usually have people do, and this is how you would teach yourself to do it, it just gets some sugar. It'll weaken any human body. Or get some water, and that will strengthen any. You'll get an automatic. The body will immediately tell you, yes, this is true. It's good. Nope, this is not good for me. Okay, now that's on a local level. But it was found that anything that you're that you focus on has an immediate effect. That's why when you recall it asking a question, but basically you make it into a statement, like the sky is blue, okay? Or the, you know, my name is Paul, okay? You can go through all these different, let's say, testing the test to make sure. But the thing is, what I always suggest is look up thymus thump, on the internet, it'll tell you how to do it. it. Takes 20 seconds, and now both you and the person you're using the test it needs two people, and they're going to describe. There's many ways of doing this, but the simple one is just to use an arm test, where the person just raises their arm out to the side, and you just kind of do a light test with a couple of fingers, push down, and feel how much resistance you get. This is just a feeling thing. It's like riding a bike. How do you finally learn to ride a bike? after you've fallen off a few times, you feel it. Now, mm. if that person now grabs a bottle of water, feel the difference in the arm strength. Have them hold on to a piece of candy. See if you can feel the difference. Each person will be a little different, but they will be stronger or weaker depending upon the substance that they're holding. Now you can start to use this for other things, such as you can have the person say, they don't have to say it, but they could just think it, frankly, but they could just say, my name is whatever their real name is, or my name is Susie, if their name isn't Susie, and they will weaken instantly. Mm, yeah. so it takes a little practice, but I'll tell you, once, if you use something very obvious like water and sugar, and you do a couple of different people to get a feel for it, children, it's wonderful. They learn very quick because it's just a game, and that's why you should look at it at first as just a game. When I tell people that, um, okay, when you finally have, let's say you've got something you really, this is very important, a very important thing, and you just don't know the answer. Best thing to do is just write it down on paper. It's like a blind, uh, you know, double blind test. Now you don't know. You don't know. You have no input. As many times you will say, I want the answer to be this way. Okay, well, you do it this way, you don't know. Basically, you can look at two pieces of paper, and you can just, a lot of times I will, I will say, okay, this is in the highest good. One of these answers is in the highest good. For me, it's the best for me and the highest good, whatever. And then it will be very obvious. All I do is look at one, yes or no, boom. Once in a great while, it won't make any difference. You could do either way. So both of them might come out positive or both of them might come out negative. But very rarely, usually, mm-hmm. you, are, you know that one is, is preferable right now. So I don't want to complicate it. Um, the, there's nothing you can't test, frankly. Anything that's ever happened, you can find out the truth of anything. Okay? Mm. The only thing that you can't test, because it's not true yet, is the future. So no, you're not going to win the lottery with it. <laughs> you know? But you, you know, uh, other than that, I mean, it's basically limitless. And what you can do 
to help yourself um, and the world is to is to practice this one, just read that book. So so when you're using these techniques, some someone comes to see you and you're using this this is really like you said, applied this is applied kinesiology. Is that what this muscle testing is yeah. designed to, to do? Exactly. That is the word you can use. Um there was actually even uh, International College of Applied Kinesiology. People don't realize this is actually taught in medical colleges over 40 years ago. I actually taught it in one as a uh, more of an advanced course. I mean, it's not required um, generally that I know of it as a part of the normal curriculum. But doctors are board certified in this. Now, this is more on the level of uh, confirming a diagnosis, you might say or that type of thing. If you look up on PubMed under applied kinesiology, you'll just see tons and tons of papers and even patents on certain kinds of, of, of testing methods and things like this. Um, it's, it's so this is, a, this is a basically a, um, this science has been um, known for several decades. Uh, but you can imagine if a lot of people really got you know, on to this. You don't have to be a doctor to learn this. This is just where it was discovered. Hmm. Um, can you imagine, I mean, the change that this would make? You don't never have to believe anybody or anything about anything. No authority is going to tell you the the truth uh, about that you can't find out for yourself. You, know, right. you don't have to believe anybody. You can actually, in fact, I think right on, uh, on page 96, it says, you want to tell if it's a good used car, you know, easy. Is the salesman telling you the truth? Simple. Your new romantic interest, a good bet? Is this a reliable product? What's the integrity, skill, and competence level of a particular doctor or lawyer? And when I've actually taught, this is years ago, patients how to do this, and some of them actually tested if I was the best doctor for them at the moment. <laughs> mm. said, That's exactly what I want you to do. That's exactly what you want to do. But just to correct one thing, Drew, I don't really, I don't see patients. I have, I retired quite a while ago. Um, but I am probably one of the greatest resources for anybody to find out what doctors may use some of this most advanced type of technology. Mm. What we're talking about, and also there are other, let's say, energy frequency things um, where literally the entire body can be analyzed within five minutes. And it can it will actually analyze almost everything. I don't think anything can compare to it and you'll get the answers right away you don't have to wait for blood tests and this not blood tests can never substitute for this this is i just did it on a brain specialist as an example and he was a person that took care of himself i mean just unbelievable had a whole room full of supplements and it said oh my god your glyphosate is off the chart in case people don't know what that is that's a very it's like with pesticides they all they also now believe in court cases have been one that it can cause and promote cancer. Well, mm. I'm saying, how could this be? I mean, I'm sure you're not eating, you know, pesticide foods. You only eat organic. And he goes, yeah, but yesterday I went out and sprayed a little bit of Roundup on my lawn, which is glyphs. Right. If it got on his skin or he breathed any in, it was like booming. It threw him way off. Okay. But not only did it tell us that, it told us what to do. Did this, did that, did that, did that. Okay. This is one of the most profound testings, very inexpensive. It can even be done virtually. I mean, my daughter 
who was actually awarded the number one um, practitioner in the world at one point, and she started. She's a natural uh, nutritionist specialist, and um, she's basically tested people even out of the country. Some of them with such great results. I know one, I think, came from Norway and flew all the way over to see her just because my daughter was able to help her get over something that none of the doctors could hmm. um, after just several months. So there are so many fantastic things that are already here. They're not just coming, but they're already here right now. You're just not hearing, hearing about them because they are in some of the most advanced testing, which is what I do every day. I talk to doctors every day about this new kind of testing and what it can do for um, their patients. You know, Dr. Paul, I just, so, I mean, this is so powerful. And, you know, we had, we had a guest on months ago, Dr. Teshna, chiropractor, and, and she brought up this whole notion that the body, you know, that the body really tells the truth that, you know, other people can tell us false things, but, but ultimately the body doesn't lie. The body tells us the truth. And, um, would you say that part of your work is this getting to the truth with the kinesiology, but, but there seems to be another part of your work, Dr. Paul, with the quantum element and the energy and the thing that's animating the body. Is that sort of the other part of your work? Well, that is. I mean, science has already given it a name. Um, the, there's even, even when they talk about the immune system, they talk about the innate immune system. It's just the parts that can't be seen physically mm -hmm. in science. They call it the human biofield, uh, you know, in religions and so forth, way back in even, what do you call it, scriptures, they, they called it other names, um, like the Merkaba, but it's the same thing, Merkaba. Um, so now we have scientific, you know, absolute scientific proof of these things that have been mentioned in, in scripture for, you know, thousands of years. Uh, yes, so she, I really, yeah, I love the interview that you had with her, and she's right on. She mentions also Dr. Diamond, which is where Dr. Hawkins first got the cognition of, oh my God, we're not dealing with a local just response to the body of a physical substance. We are actually reacting to an idea, a thought. A, we can look at a symbol. As soon as somebody says a certain word, it has an effect on our body if we're focusing on it. So, so it doesn't mean you don't have control. It's just a very temporary, momentary thing. Um, but the testing of what you can do with this is just basically unlimited. It's so profound of what you can do. I mean, this has helped make sure, I mean, there's mistakes. And it wasn't like I wasn't right. Oh, I was right. But it basically told me I didn't have to do it. <laughs> I didn't have mm -hmm. to try to save the world by what I knew, uh, in other words. Um, so it can save you from making huge mistakes, mm. um, huge mistakes. So anything that's really important, you really want to do. Sometimes I'll have people call me to kind of, uh, when they're new at this, to confirm. I'll do double blind testing, they'll do it. We'll see what kind of answers we get. And they're usually, they're gonna be the same 100% of the time, unless we are off energetically if we're under a lot of stress. That's why you want to know this thymus thumb. You never want to forget before you do the test. The thymus thumb will improve your immune system instantly. Literally, if you look it up, I believe it even says it'll increase your white blood cell count almost like 10x temporarily. Almost anybody will be in balance um, for at least a few minutes, if not a few hours, or the whole rest of the day by just doing that thymus thump, which takes 20 seconds. 
and mm. reduce the stress of the person. All they do is just tap. Oh, their uh, the breastbone, um, sternum, and if you want to really make it more profound, you can smile even if it's fake. If you can go ha 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 as you do it, breathe deep in and out, and you're done. You know, 10, 20 seconds. Mm. And so practically speaking, Dr. Paul, like when you ask this question and you do the muscle testing, um, so you could ask a question, you know, is this, is this job, you know, the one I should take, or is this person, a person I should be in a relationship with, but you could also do it like, is this, is this a food that's gonna, that's gonna strengthen me? Or is this a supplement that's gonna, that's gonna heal me? And you could like, and you could literally test that, right? Yeah, no. Um, and so just to make sure people realize this, you're really, I mean, we say, we say it in the words of question, because it's a question that you want answered, but, um, it's, it's not, you don't really say it in the form of a question. You have to use it as a statement like this is, and now you'll get, yes, it is. Okay. Or no, it's not. It's like turning the light off and on the lights on. Yes, it's true. It's off. It's false. Or you can't test it. Maybe, um, like when you say, uh, something like, okay. The best way that a lot of times um, do this is just say it's in the highest good now. Then you'll get an ex you want to get it really precise. Like many people may be good for us, let's say as a partner, but is this really correct now? Or where are you right now with this relationship? You know? So, and I would do these important questions, um, you know, blind, blind. Um, it's very, to me, I'm thinking, you know, if you have to ask the question of whether or not this relationship is for you now, well, it kind of gives you an idea where it's at. You know, if you have to ask that question. But anyway, I'll just, um, <laughs> uh, so uh, you you want to word it in a statement, you know? Okay, okay. The car is black. Uh, the car is white. There's this, you know what I mean? This is best for me in my highest good now does it mean it's not in the highest good someday if it's not right now you know but that's okay things can change moment by moment day by day you know dr paul you brought up earlier you brought up hawkins is david hawkins map of consciousness and i'm just so anybody that hasn't read the book you got to go check out power versus force but so you know he assigns these different monetary values to different attitudes basically so you know yeah so so the lower levels are going to be things like shame and maybe anger and boredom and all those kind of things so the, so the question is if if healing and just living you know living a, a beautiful life is really on the other side of that and elevating ourselves in your eyes how do we individually collectively in humanity how do we elevate our, our state of consciousness, do you see it to, to the higher levels, to getting to that gratitude state, getting to that love state, compassion? How, how, do, we, how do we get there? Excellent question. I want to give you right a very direct answer. And it's actually, I mean, it's in the book. You start reading the book and you'll get it. But um, if in the map of consciousness is mapped out, I won't describe right now, take the time to do that. But he will say a certain energetic level will almost heal anything. Um, and he gives it a number, 540. 
and there's many different words for it. One of the most common is unconditional love. It would be like the love that you would have. Oh, let's say as an example, a mother for a child, the child could never do any wrong. Um, that kind of thing. And so that's a little bit difficult. Most people will say, well, I'll never get there because you know, there's just something I can't forgive or that. So I'm going to admit, you mentioned gratitude and gratitude will be on the chart. But you're going to notice something, well, he doesn't actually use this word, but if you go up to unconditional love, there's a space between unconditional love and actually literally enlightenment. Um, joy is right in that area. So laughter is super, super important. Mm. One of the closest ways to get to the creator is laugh. <laughs> mm. But this is what I've told many people, and it's on one little tape out of, I've listened to thousands of hours of his, all of his presentations. And there's only one point when he mentions this and I wish it would be on the chart. But now you're going to get it. And that's this. It's something that we're almost all doing quite a bit almost every day. And we just don't know how profound it is. And that is the word appreciate. Another word for appreciate could be enjoy, which is different than gratitude. Appreciate is like suddenly you see the sunset and go, wow, isn't that beautiful? And especially he will mention the appreciation of beauty in particular, in particular, mm -hmm. as a vibrational frequency. You can look at someone's profound handwriting and maybe it's beautiful handwriting. It can be sight. It can be sound. Some of your most favorite music. It can be taste. You, you taste something and go, oh, my God, isn't that wonderful? That is what that is the state. The more the longer you can stay there. Uh, all kinds of things will fall will fall away. Uh, your mm. life will uh, instantly, you know, improve whether you see it right away or not. But generally, you will if you can stay there very long at all. And so, if you make it a point to like, yes, this is a you are going to benefit the entire world no better than if you can stay in a in the state of appreciating beauty. Tasting what you love, loving what you love, you know, listening to your favorite music, uh, staying in, in, in the most, and just being happy. Uh, mm. In fact, it's interesting, the thymus thump, which I described, is also called uh, the happiness point. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it is, um, it all comes together. It's, so now it's like, yeah, the doc, your doctor's prescription is, you know, be happy, get happy, have fun, laugh. I mean, that is how you're going to benefit the world. You know, uh, you're not going to suffer uh, anybody better. You're not, you know, it's like you don't want to do that. You, you know, it's not only all right to enjoy, it's like how you're going to help yourself and everybody around you the most. Mm. That's amazing. What a, so I, I love how you put that, Dr. Pollock. What an amazing prescription to give someone. Yeah. It's not a chemical. It's just... It's just, you know, be in a state of appreciation. Um, and that can, I mean, that can change everything. It's, it's incredible. It's, uh, you know, I'm just looking at the, uh, looking at the, the book here, again, going back to power versus force. And, you know, he makes the, he makes the point that, well, he, he talks also a little bit about compassion. And he says that, it is instrumental not only in recovery, but for any major advancement of consciousness 
to have compassion for oneself and all of mankind as we go through the painful struggles of evolution. And thus do we become healers as well as healed. And only thus may we hope to be healed of any malaise, physical or spiritual. And uh, so much of it, it's just amazing. And then, and then there is a section on laughter that he has, um, that Hawkins has in the book. So how do you do this, Dr. Paul, every day? I mean, you know, we all have challenges in our lives. Do you have any, do you have any, any tips or anything for, for people who are, you know, I'm just, just trying to elevate their, their mind, elevate their attitude, get into more of a state of appreciation, anything that you would, words of wisdom that you would offer? Well, get this book and keep it with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> And okay, okay, reading it and refer to it. Now, there's many different, like little. I mean, I'm basically, uh, I don't want to work hard, I'm kind of lazy. I just I really want to do what's simple, keep things really simple. So, when I wake up in the morning, I have a big bulletin board I can't miss, and I just put you know things that immediately raise my consciousness, things that I know I will look at. Uh, like, I'll give you an example. Like, this time of year, one of my favorite movies has been It's a Wonderful Life. And so I got a picture of that and put it up. So I said, no, all I got to do is look at it. I'm instantaneously transformed into a high state of consciousness. Hmm. Uh, you know? So I may put things like I, I am planning on having manifest or happening, whatever, you know? But it's like... Um, it's kind of it, it's like uh, the more you have fun, I just, whatever you think of that is fun for you, you'll get it as you start to read the book. It's just that most people have been, we've kind of been trained that you almost are supposed to feel guilty if you're having a good time or something, or if you feel good. Oh, yeah. You know, because you're not working hard or something. <laughs> well, start working hard and having fun and, and, um, and being happy and just watch the difference. See what happens. All kinds of good things will kind of fall in your lap, you might say synchronicities are waiting to happen it's just waiting for your like you say um state of consciousness to be there hmm do you dr potter do you remember one time i i was visiting you and you told me to get this little book remember that little book you i think it was on the law of attraction because a lot of this and and you've said to me, you know, be careful what you you know. You've got to ask for it. Ask and you you shall receive. Do do you remember? Is that a big part of your um your work? Well, that was probably one of my um, profound because you know what I like about the book. It's called It Works. It's still in print. There's no author. In other words, there's the author has always been anonymous. Uh, it works. Two words. I think it's DeVos printing or something, D-E-V-O-S. But if you look it up, you'll see it's probably about 12 pages long and probably takes, you know, 20 minutes to read. Hmm. But it, it, and I would definitely get it and read it. I don't want to spoil the whole thing. But you're frankly, it's just uh, allowing you things that you really mm, want to have happen in your life. You're writing down and you're looking at them a couple of times a day and then you're forgetting about them. And I could have so many stories of, of things that have happened. I and mean, if you do that, that's a really great thing to do every day. Um, you will be shocked. This is when the synchronicities will happen. Things that you will write down and think, oh, one, wouldn't it be nice if I had this? 
instead of taking a year, they fall into your lap the next week and, or, the, or that day or the day after. I mean, that's just how apparently the universe works. It's saying, oh, you want that? Okay. Okay. Good. Here's, here it is, you know? Mm. And I can't tell you how many times I can give you endless examples, uh, just profound examples of what happened starting to use that book way back before you went into practice decades and decades ago. Mm. And um, so, Dr. Paul, if, if someone was listening right now who's feeling a little powerless and hopeless and they were with you, what what would you tell them? Would you, I know you'd tell them to read some of those books, um, but what, what else might you tell them? <laughs> I think this will kind of maybe go into a, a question you're going you're gonna to ask me. Um, it'll kind of combine with it, which is, I think you mentioned to me, what does it mean to be human? Yes. Right? And so, and now you're talking about someone who is, um, uh, let's say, on the lower end of the scale of consciousness at the moment, not maybe, and maybe for good reasons, you might say. Um, but it's almost like, uh, and you know, when you feel that way, it's like you, most people can't hear anything. They really aren't going to really listen to much of it. So it's, it, it's more of, a, of an experience. But what it means to be human, uh, to me, is there's a lot of things you will learn when you do this testing, is, um, you know, if you look, look at yourself through the eyes of the creator, you uh, are magnificent. The greatest words I would say, magnificent. I would say a lot of people, um, you know, will think of, you know, you know, spiritual things like angels and so forth as, you know, something that is, you know, what they don't realize is like angels are not, humans are looked upon, if you think about it, in the whole universe as the bravest. Uh, they may, you know, we've made a decision to do the hardest work in the universe. So, um, I have had people to, to get to answer your question um, who literally were given, you know, just days to live. And they would cry on my, my dining room table for maybe 15 minutes before we could get started. <laughs> and by the time they got done, uh, we're walking out uh, smiling. I mean, it might be it took an hour, whatever. But why? Why? Because as we went, this is where we were using maybe the testing for, oh, you know, it's like a person had, I'm thinking of a specific case, a person had a brain tumor, brain cancer, or whatever. And, and don't get me wrong, I want to make sure I say this, you know, I can't cure anything. You know, I don't cure anybody, I don't heal anybody. Healing is just mainly helping the person bring themselves into balance. Every person has to do it themselves. It's a, this is a self-heal, you know, <laughs> but they certainly can use the help of people that might be able to facilitate it, which is what I'm talking about. Give them some direction. Well, anyway, as we tested things, well, wow, okay, we found a weakness in the brain, but is there anything that will help bring on the strength, boom, and empower it? That means it can be better. As soon as the person knows with certainty they have control, they can be better, they are in control. That's the whole bottom line. We always are in control. We can be better no matter how bad it looks. Um, this testing just helps to, uh, us to confirm that and maybe discover ways to instead of going through a thousand different 
trials of this, like the doctor says, oh, we'll try this. You know, we don't want to try anything. Who has time to try it? We want to know what works and what's going to work now. Mm, that's great. Dr. Paul, a, uh, a last question here. If you had the opportunity to travel back in time, 45 years or so, 50 years, what words of wisdom would your current self share with your younger self? Uh, <laughs> uh, don't let the uh, apparent uh, negativities ever get you down. It's, it's all, it's all going to be a great ride. It's all going to be great. The more you focus on others and serving them, the happier you'll be. That's it. That's so beautiful. Dr. Paul, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to have you on the show today. Oh, Drew, it was, this is a great opportunity. I cannot thank you enough for this. Um, and uh, I believe that we will be able to have a powerful and profound effect uh, that will help so many people. This is just like stone being dropped in the water and the ripples are going to come out. That's what I see. Mm, that's wonderful. Thank you for listening to The Drew Perlman Show. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the words of Mark Twain, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, and catch the trade winds in your sails. Explore, dream, discover, and stay well, everyone. <laughs>